Attention all units, please stand by to copy a bolo. Bolo from Anytown PD regarding a delayed homicide. The incident occurred at 123 Any Street, Anytown, USA. No suspect or vehicle description provided. All units are requested to respond to helpsolvethecase.com for briefing. Clear Bolo, 0818 hours. Hey everybody, this is Christine with Help Solve the Case, and today I am talking to you about the case of Scott Madden and what happened to Scott Madden in Reno, Nevada. Well, we could say July or February, uh, July of 2019 or February of 2020. So we'll start with the the facts of the case. It's 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 really kind of tragic for a number of reasons. It is it is tragic that it happened and it is double tragic, doubly tragic that um, we don't have any answers at this point. And here at Help Solve the Case, we want to get answers or justice for people. And I want to talk about all the things. This is This is a perfect example of a case wow, that really needs a lot of research and really needs a lot of resources and needs a lot of review and uh, really highlights the problem of cold cases, okay? Why it can be so difficult, whether it's, whether it's even a regular case, why it is so difficult to, to solve these things or to get answers. Scott was, I believe, 39 at the time. And it was on, I think it was a Saturday night. I want to say it was a Saturday night or maybe a Sunday night. It was Feb, um, sorry, July 13th, 2019. And Scott was at home with his daughter and his mother and father were coming home. I think they were bringing him something to eat and and they got home and then around 930, 9.40, he appeared to be texting somebody and he said, hey, I got to run out. I'll see you guys later. And that was the last they saw of him alive. And fast forward to, I believe it was July 17th. His vehicle was found in the Galena Creek Regional Park, which is up the Mount Rhodes Highway uh, I would say, I want to say a little southwest of Reno, kind of on the outskirts of town. Uh, kind of a remote park, a remote place. Uh, if you guys want to see more of this, you can go to our Help Solve the Case Patreon portal. It is patreon.com forward slash help solve the case. I actually took some some really good video shots just of the area in the parking lot. It is, I was surprised uh, when I was talking to Scott's parents of the picture in my head of what I thought it was versus when I got there. It, it, it's it's just a very remote place if you didn't know about it. Uh, very far, I mean, considering me, 45 minutes, maybe an hour from his house. 
uh, at 9.45 at night. Like, what's, what's up with that? Like, what's going on? And so he left the house and that was it. Uh, calls to the phone went unanswered and that was it. Uh, and then the vehicle was found three, four days later um, in this park. Again, way away, not where he was totally not expected to be. And no Scott, no Scott. So they they did some searching of the park and didn't find Scott. And that's kind of the way it sat until February 23rd, I believe it was, of 2020, almost close to a year ago. When Scott's parents got the call that a skull had been found along with a cell phone and that they believed it to be Scott. And they confirmed it and it was. I, I yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that, right? Um you've got the loss, right? Like what do you even do with that? Forget about talking about what happened now you have to to deal with that because all hopes are dashed and in the meantime Scott's parents were taking care of Scott's daughter young daughter um and how do you even have answers for that you know when when's daddy coming home and where did daddy go and what happened and you're you're asking yourself right if I'm them are you asking yourself the question and then what do you what do you answer to a very young child about about what happened and and now you've got to deal with the devastating loss that you don't know what happened not that anything makes the death of somebody that you love better or worse but you 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 just have no answers um at the time you're you're trying to make sense of this loss so scott's uh the skull was found some some bones were found who uh the dogs went out again um i guess i think found a couple a couple more bones and oh this is just the awful part uh because the sheriff's office closed the case the the family is still looking for his bones they have not been able to find all of his bones i i actually accompanied them on a very somber and tearful and just, um, I don't know, frustrating is coming to mind, but um, it's just a quandary. Like it, it, I, I was standing there in the, in the middle of the woods at this, at the base of this tree. And I couldn't make sense of it. I couldn't make sense of it. I didn't have any answers and just the fact that they are still having to go out there and collect his bones, his parents, his parents, mind you. Um, but I understand why they're doing it because they want Scott. Now, this is not them telling me that, but uh, I would assume that they want dignity for Scott and they want Scott as whole and complete as possible. Um, it, it, it's just, it's, it's horrible. Uh, so 
so what happened is there's no there's no answers in this case and I got involved because I don't think anybody should have to go through this you, you guys have heard my my discourse and my views those of you who know me those of you that don't uh some of the other podcasts like if you've listened to our Robert Fisher podcast mostly uh I'm relating the details of the case as we knew it but the focus for Robert Fisher is uh you know they the the police have their man right so they we just have to find him but in this case we just we don't know what happened and I, I reached out, I, I wanted to help. And looking at the police investigation and trying to go over the facts, and there is still so many possibilities and so many things. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about here in the podcast. I wanted to talk about Scott's case. I want to get attention on Scott's case. But I also would like people to understand all of the all the things that go into working one of these cases. I talked a bit in the previous episode when we were talking to Alexis Edwards' mother. And how do you explain having to wait and having to have patience? And there is just, there's just so many things involved. Forget about prosecution. Forget about an arrest. Just uh, what I say, crossing the, the, the T's and dotting the I's. And in Scott's case... We basically have an undetermined death and we have no answers. And my focus was to go back and look at it to try to get some answers. But in order to get answers about what happened, because there are theories that abound, but we can't do anything without facts. And, and this is one of the things that we're working on. Uh, if you go to the, the Patreon portal, I, I'm actively working this case. The questions that we have, one of the huge questions is that the death is undetermined. They don't know how he died. And basically, when you, when you have a case of a death of somebody, you need to know what happened. Was it natural causes? Was it accidental or was it criminal? And we don't have that answer because of the, the 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 skeletal remains that were found. The medical examiner has made a determination of undetermined, unable to make a determination. And so, what do you do with that? We don't know what happened. And so, my goal with that is to try to get some facts about what happened. Now, we talk about why Scott was in this area. We have no idea. Why was his car there? Uh, you know, we think from July 13th to July 17th and nobody saw it. Uh, that's something to be looked at. Trying to make a further determination on the cause of death. Was it accidental? Was it natural causes? Was it criminal because that affects the investigation and and how do you do that uh so so one of the questions one of the things that I'm reviewing and looking at is um we have to have a basis of facts right because once you have facts and things that you know 
you have kind of a springboard and you know where to go next. Because if, if it's natural causes, it's really unfortunate. Somebody drowned or somebody had a heart attack or, well, I guess drowning would be accidental. Um, I don't know if somebody had an aneurysm or somebody had a heart attack or uh, they died of old age. That's, that's natural causes and it's, and it's, it's sad and unfortunate, but it happens. And if, and if that's the case, then I guess, I don't know, and I've never talked about it with Scott's parents, but I guess you have some sort of a, a celebration of life, if you will, or whatever, and you, you, you put him to rest and you try to move on the best you can. But when it's undetermined, good gosh, if it's accidental, and th- this is me, the investigator and the, the, the gal that's worked with law enforcement and lawyers all the time, if it's accidental, you start saying, well, how, how did it happen? And who, who's responsible? Is, did he slip and fall? Uh, did he get hit by a car? Did he, you know, is, is there, there anybody responsible for this accidental injury or whatever? But we don't have that. And then if it's criminal, who, who's the suspect? What's being done with the police to get the suspect? But, but we can't even start with that. Uh, usually that starts with the cause of death, right? The medical examiner will say, yep, it was a heart attack. It was this, it was that. And, and sometimes we challenge that, right? Sometimes we bring in experts to challenge that and look at that. Uh, but got nothing here really we we unfortunately don't have I don't even I don't even like saying this we don't have a lot of Scott it's kind of gross um but it is fact uh I don't want to speak ill of the dead but we we don't have a lot of Scott uh to work with and you need certain pieces and parts to make those determinations or you have to figure out how to make that determination with what you have left and so uh, in this in this case, I want to try to use the things that are surrounding it to get some facts. And then once we have these facts, maybe we can make a better determination of what happened and what we're looking at. For instance, I go back to the fact that he was supposedly up there and there appears to be, right? The, so the first thing, let me let me back up a bit. The first thing is, I ask, right? I always want to ask, you guys should know this. I want to look at the police report. And in this case, I didn't immediately have uh, a, access to the police report. And so I said, well, where's his cell phone? What did his cell phone say? Because if you, if you don't know it now, you will, from following this case, if you follow it in, in the Patreon portal, uh, you will know that Big Brother is everywhere and we may hate it. In some respects, but we love it in others, specifically when it comes to these sorts of investigations. And uh, so my first thought was, what is the phone? What does the phone say? And we've got some information from the phone. We've got some information from the phone and we've got some information missing from the phone, which raises another question. What happened to the information from the phone? And and when you have information missing from the phone, that raises the question of, well, how did the information get missing from the phone? And was it a system glitch or was it a Scott issue or was it a someone else issue, right? It, it's just, this is, this is the, the case with a thousand 
a thousand different questions that then snowball into 2,000 and 3,000 and 4,000 questions. It, it just goes on and on and on. It's like, like, what do they say? Peeling an onion or something. It just, every time you, you lift one piece of paper, you've, something else shows up that you have a question about. And uh, so we're trying to go back to the very beginning. So I asked the question about the phone. And I've been talking to some experts about the phone because we have some information and the information kind of doesn't make sense. And I want a determination. I want facts as good as we could get them about what happened to the phone. Then we have questions about what the heck was going on in the park? Was his car there for the four days before it was found? What was the condition of his car? Who was in his car? Was he in his car? Did he bring his car there? Why was he there? I mean, it's crazy. All these questions. So we're working on that. Uh, We talked about the condition of the body and the medical examiner. Uh, One of the things that I looked at again is, uh, okay, so let, let me back up a little bit. If you, again, go to the portal, that's where, for future reference, uh, we work these cases live in the portal. There are several different options. If you go to the Patreon portal, you have early access to all the podcasts and you have the ability to work these cases live with us to review the investigation live and to participate in the bullpen sessions and everything. And you can even get some training to become a cold case specialist. So as I talked about in the in the portal, I'm going through all this stuff. And one of the main questions again that we have is just, it doesn't make sense. It's, it's like we have the puzzle pieces to six different puzzles and they're all flowers and they all look like they may go to the same puzzle, but it's just not making sense whatsoever. It, it looks like it's a match and you try to shove the puzzle piece in there and it doesn't go. Um, so we have the issue that, that Scott, the vehicle was found uh, in the park uh, three or four days after Scott went out for the night and didn't return. And why is he in this park and way up in this park? And that makes absolutely no sense. And the park's supposed to be closed at night. Okay. And then they search the park and no Scott. So Scott's car's there. Where's Scott? And this is a park, I will tell you, that people hike and dogs and backcountry, yada, yada. It's a very active, from what I understand, park. Uh, and then the, the skull that was found was, it's pretty far. If you look at the, the video that I gave you, like it's at least a mile away. I mean, it's not even in the park where the skull was found. So what's that all about? Okay. You know, how, how would he, how would he get over there? Was he dumped over there? Did he walk over there? Why would he be over there? So then we got to go back to the cell phone and we've got some information. We don't have some information. So then if you don't have information, why did that information go away? Why, right, right. Why don't we have that information? Are we thinking nefarious things or what? So going back to the location where, where Scott was found, it was way away from his car. Doesn't make sense. And they supposedly searched the park. So was my question, well, was he there the whole time or was he not? And 
you know, where, where did he go that night? Again, going back to the phone. So we need an expert to look at the phone, which I'm doing. What's the cause of death? Well, we don't know. Got to figure that out. And this issue about if the park was searched, how does his remains turn up? What is that? Uh, July, August, September, October, November, December, you know, six, at least six months later. What, what's up with that? Where was he? Was he there the whole time? So then I said, well, you know, I'm going to mention the phone again and we don't have that. And the ME couldn't give us any information. And so I was like, okay, well, let's, let's look at the eye in the sky. Let's, can we do anything by satellite? Can we do anything by park rangers or forest rangers or people that hiked in that area? Because if, if Scott's vehicle was there, but Scott wasn't there, and then all of a sudden Scott's there six months later, like that, right? Okay, so just things that you have to look at. And we are in the process of, of analyzing that. Um, unfortunately, the sheriff's office has closed the case uh, with no determination. Um... And so I'm trying to get answers, trying to get answers, trying to figure out what was going on. Oh, one of the things, the the keys to Scott's vehicle were found, I'll just say, in the general vicinity, in the general vicinity of where Scott's remains were located, which, which again, I, I don't I'm not I don't believe it's in the park. Like it's it's way away from anything that I would consider related to the formal park. Um, and so the keys were found and these keys have mud on them (laughs) where there was no, there was no mud in the area or supposedly not mud in the area. So then you say, well, okay, did he have the keys? Did someone else have the keys? Was he here? Was he somewhere else? And then he got in mud and then he came back here or whatever. Again, all these questions. And so one of the things I'm looking to do is I want to do soil samples from where he was found to this mud that was on the vehicle to determine where did it come from? Like, okay, where, where is where is mud, right? One of the first questions that I thought was, and I don't even know if they've tested this. It's not in the report. Did the, did the vehicle have mechanical issues? Did it get stuck in the mud? How did the keys get in the mud? You know, where was the mud? Just so many questions. And we don't have answers. Um, so that's what we are trying to do. It is really, really, really a mystery. And I hope that you will participate and join us and come follow us in um, the Help Solve the Case Patreon portal. Uh, we have cases going on at any time. We want answers. We want justice. We would love your support in helping us get answers for these families. If you are a family that needs help, please reach out to us. If you are a law enforcement agency, you've got a cold case, you need some help, please reach out to us. By all means, if you have a tip or an idea or anything, please reach out to us. I can't stress enough 
that there's not enough hands, there's not enough people, there's not enough money, there's not enough hours in the day to, at this point, complete all of this backlog for all of these victims and families. And these families should not be victimized twice. We would love to have sponsors, donations in kind, anything. Come, come and talk about your loved one here on the podcast. Donate your services. Join us as a virtual investigator. Um, go to our website, helpsolvethecase.com. Again, our Patreon portal where we work the cases live, and that is Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash help solve the case. Like our Facebook page, our MeWe page, our Instagram, follow us on YouTube, and let's just get the word out and let's get some answers for these people. And right now we're talking about Scott Madden, July 13, 2019, Galena Regional Park, Reno, February 2020. What happened to Scott Madden? We need answers. We just need to know where he was going, what he was doing. All right. We don't know what happened to him. If you know where he was going, what he was doing, please, 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 I implore of you, reach out to us so that we can know what we're dealing with. Okay. We can't do anything until we have all the facts. We need your help. Thank you for your support and thank you for helping us help solve the case and getting answers for these families. I look forward to talking to you next time. Thanks again. Have a great day.